This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing. In this podcast, we cover all the basics that you need to start your investing journey. We unpack all the jargon and confusing bits, hear your investing stories with the goal of making investing less intimidating. And along the way, we like to have a bit of fun. My name is Bryce. And as always, I'm joined by my equity mate, Ren. How are you going? I'm good, Bryce. I'm pumped for another episode of Get Started Investing. Yes. Uh, it's been it's been busy weeks in the market. A lot of noise out there. Yes. Um. But we're not going to talk about that noise. No. Because uh, that's we don't have an official policy on it. But um, Maybe it's a time for another official policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, sometimes we like to talk about the noise, but, um, you know, especially on this podcast, but even on our main Equity Mates podcast, it's all about long-term investing. It's about, it is. you know, doing something now that will pay off in 10 or 20 years. And yes. The uh, changes in bond yields or Apple falling 2% overnight uh, isn't going to matter in... 20 years. No. So, uh, as always, we'll be focusing on one fundamental topic. And in this episode, we're going to be focusing on micro investing. Yes. Yes. But before we do, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we've got a listener survey out. And the, the reason for that is um, we get some some stats from, uh, you know, Spotify and Apple, but not a lot. And, you know, we, we come to the studio a couple of times a week and, and make all this content because uh, we hope it's valuable you know, for the people listening, we, you know, Bryce loves the sound of his own voice, but <laughs> he could just talk to himself uh, in the shower if um, if you guys weren't getting any value out of it. So we want to know what you guys like, what you guys don't like, what you want to hear more of, and and a little bit more about who you are. So um, that that is open now. If you head over to any of our social pages, um, you'll see the link, um, and we're giving away five hundred bucks to uh, one person to fill it out, hopefully to invest. Yes, but not not doesn't doesn't have to invest. No, and of course, this episode will air for a lot longer than the survey will be live. It will be closing on the thirty first of March, two thousand and twenty one. Yes, so get in there. Also, we send out an email each week for the Get Started Investing community that has three concepts, two key resources, and one action to get you started. So head to equitymates.com slash email to get that. But Ren, micro investing. Uh, it's it's a talk of the town in a lot of the get started investing community. Yeah, and uh, it's something that we didn't actually address in detail in our twelve part series. No, no, which, which was, was a bit silly of a, by us. a bit of an oversight by us. We yes. were so keen to get into the main part of investing that uh, we we did skip over this a little bit. But look, we've talk, talked about it on the main show. A lot of people in the equity mates community use some of these apps. 
but we want to do a sort of 101 episode. Um, so how's this going to work? We're going to talk about what micro-investing is. We're going to talk about some of the reasons you would do it, some of the benefits, some of the risks. Uh, talk about what you're actually investing in. Uh, and then there's been a few updates in the yeah. micro-investing world lately. Uh, there's you know, obviously some companies, some publicly listed that are trying hard to win your dollars. And so we'll talk about what, what the landscape's looking like now and what some of those recent changes are. And finish with a community question that is uh, conveniently related to micro-investing. And we'll try and do it all in 20 minutes. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let's kick it off at the beginning. Um, Bryce, yes. what is micro-investing? Micro-investing is uh, a form of investing where it, you can invest very, very small micro amounts, very small, tiny amounts uh, through through an investing platform that then they take uh, a pool of money from many, many other investors who have also put in tiny amounts and they'll invest that into a share-based investments or um, across a different number of assets into a portfolio that they have created themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, quite, quite simply, investing traditionally, and I mean traditionally as in like, what, 10 years ago, um, there was, it was... At least you had to you had to invest at least five hundred dollars. That was the absolute minimum um, when we sort of started investing, and probably I think even ten, more back in the day. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. ten years before that. You know, if you had to go through a full service broker, you were talking thousands of dollars to start investing. And so investing was inaccessible for a lot of people, especially you know students or people early in their career or people who didn't have a lot of disposable income because you had to save for so long to get that that threshold amount, kind of like property today, you got to save and save and save. And mm. so micro-investing has been created to solve that problem by taking everyone's small amounts of money, pulling them together and investing them together. Yeah. And so it's a great way to get started investing. It is. Name of the podcast and what we're going to be talking about it today. It is. <laughs> you, you can forget the idea that you don't have enough money to start investing when it when it comes to micro-investing. As, as we'll soon touch on, you don't need... $500, you only need a matter of cents. Well, let's touch on it now. What is the absolute minimum I need to start investing? Uh, well, it depends on the platform. But uh, for example, Spaceship, I think, is um, it's a matter of cents. Now it was $5. Um, same with Raise, a matter of cents. Uh, without going into actual technical details, but it'll round up or take cents from a, a purchase that you've made. Uh, and then once it's pulled enough money, maybe $5 or so, it'll then put it into your investment fund. So um, something like Comsec Pocket is a minimum of 50. But when we're talking comparatively to the 500 that it used to be, you know, you can really get started with cents and dollars now. I think the answer is less than a dollar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So some of the benefits of uh, micro investing, and I think for me, Ren, one of the major ones is that you actually don't need to know a lot, if at all, anything about investing to get started. Yeah, don't don't love that as the first benefit. If I'm honest, oh, well, that's fine. But for me, it, it because this is a, a, a gateway drug to to the markets. I think this is Bryce uh, hanging out at universities trying to get people hooked. <laughs> the, the reason I say that is because you can set it up just like a savings account, really, and have money just drip feed into these apps and the apps are set up in in a way you know that are really accessible and present information to you that you don't really need to understand the ins and outs of individual stocks you don't really need to understand what an ETF is it'll start just feeding you information and you can get into the markets and that's why I say it's a gateway drug yeah 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 uh <laughs> 
Point of clarification, <laughs> we always think you should know what you're investing in um, just because, you know, you, you, you're putting your money into it. So, you should know something. But yeah, but you don't have to have done a bunch of research no. and understand. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. It's Mate, if ASIC come calling and well, saying, equity <laughs> mates are just telling people, just chuck your money in whatever. You've I'm least you haven't you read our book because this is the first thing in the book. <laughs> no, no, no. I, in fact, I wrote this section of the book. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, I think the way when we talk about learning uh, in, you know, in, in most things in life, you... You do a whole bunch of study and then you're qualified and then you do the thing. You know, you want to be a lawyer, you study for five years and then you're a lawyer. And the thing about investing is learning while doing is is so much more um, effective because you're engaged, you're learning as you're doing, you're not just trying to read books and watch YouTube videos about something you don't know much about. And so micro-investing is a great way to just dip that the smallest of your toes in the water Um and then start to learn by doing. Still know what you're putting your money in. Still do some upfront research. But yeah, you start putting a few cents in. You see how the market moves. You start to understand what that money is going towards. And, and then you learn by doing. Mm, mm. Which is, I guess, a number of... T- you've touched on a number of the other benefits being that uh, I think these are a great way to then give you confidence to take a, a further step and start building out your own portfolio. A lot of people use micro-investing apps as a way of building you know, a few thousand dollars and then often they'll take that and then start applying it in their own way in the market. So yeah, taking that sort of next step through micro-investing apps is, uh, is certainly one of the benefits. So another one that I particularly like is how it's all automated. Well, a lot of them can be automated. So... Um Raise, for example, and and none of this is sponsored. We're not. Um, we should have said this at the front, but we'll say it now. We're not advocating any particular app here. We're going to touch on some. We'll probably use some as examples more than the others. But the long and the short of it is, there are plenty of options out there for you to invest in that all do similar things. Um, so just to use Raise as an example, you know, uh, every time you spend money, it can round that amount up and um, invest that in the market. So you don't have to make the conscious choice of having a separate uh, you know, in savings account for your investing money and transferring it to your brokerage and then deciding what to buy. It can just be an automated thing that you don't have to think about. Yeah, which for me is uh, feeds into another benefit of taking emotion out of investing. We know the benefits of not trying to time the market, of not trying to sell in and out to make profits and avoid losses. We know the benefit of keeping your money in there and letting it compound over a long period of time. And uh, if you do automate, uh, you know, as you just said, Ren, do automate the process, then you're really taking out that emotional side of things. So a very important thing to consider. And if Facebook has taught us anything, emotion leads to engagement. So us taking the emotion out of investing is against our interest, (laughs) but it is definitely a better way to invest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And finally, Ren, I think uh, we did talk about dollar cost averaging in our um, fundamentals. And just to recap, that's where you put uh, the same amount of money into the market over a consistent period of time to really even out the highs and lows of your your purchasing price. Um, And this is what investing through a micro investing app allows you to do. You can set up recurring payments to say, I want to put in $5 a week and it'll just plug away. So in in essence, that is dollar cost averaging. Yeah, yeah. 
So I think that really covers the benefits. I think people get the point. I mean, there are other things that are good about it. You know, it's not just you're you're not just investing in Australia. You can invest overseas. Um, you can invest in certain themes that you might like. You know, tech or sustainability and stuff like that. But yeah, I think we've covered yeah. covered the benefits. So let's get a bit negative. What are some of the risks? So what are, if people like this idea? If people are thinking, all right, ten minutes into this episode, the boys are selling me on the idea of micro investing. Um, what are some things that people should be aware of? Yeah, for me, firstly, the fees uh, must consider the fees. So if you are inv- in investing very small amounts of money in the sense and sort of low dollars, if you're also paying a dollar fifty a month in in fees in a maintenance fee or they they throw on two dollars in brokerage for every time you buy, you definitely need to consider how much you're paying in brokerage or fees relative to how much you're putting in because we know that, fees over a long period of time eat away at your returns yeah so let's um you know to, to be very clear about that because a dollar probably doesn't sound like a lot in fees but let's say you're rounding up your purchases and over the course of a month you've got seven dollars in i've picked a very difficult number to do the maths <laughs> on so let's let's change it let's say you've got ten dollars that's gone into your account and it's a dollar fifty in fees that's 15% fees. Yes. Yeah. So you've which, lost 15% of your money. Which is incredibly high. Yeah, which is yeah. stupidly high. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if if the if the fee is a fixed number, and all these fees are available on the website, if a fee is a fixed number, you want to make sure you're putting enough money in to make it uh, a, a small percentage of the amount you're investing. Yeah. yeah. And so fees come in different forms. You have brokerage fees, which, for example, Comsec Pocket, they charge... $2 every time you make a purchase. Uh, then you have account fees and maintenance fees. Now, these are usually put on by the provider, such as Raise, for example. Um, rather than pay every time you buy in, they'll just charge you a flat fee um, each month. But again, be, be wary that you're putting enough in to make that worthwhile. And can I just say, we've spoken to some like fintechs and we've had people ask us the question like, you know, what what fees would I rather be paying? Like, or, you know, we think that this fee is better than that fee to charge customers. As an investor, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the fees are called. Just It just matters how much money they're taking from you at the end of the day. So, if you're getting charged brokerage fees every time it buys, if you're getting charged account maintenance fees, if you're getting charged whatever, um, deposit fees. Um, just think about how much money you're going to put in over the course of, say, a month uh, and how much money they're going to take from you yeah. and, and add all the different fees up or compare it on an apples-to-apples basis of like total money they're taking because whatever it's called, it, at the end of the day, it's the same effect. Another thing to be aware of, and this is not necessarily a risk because there is nothing wrong with what I'm about to say, but <laughs> you need to be aware that if you're going to be investing in, in one of these micro-investing apps or into ETFs, you will be most likely getting the market return. Um, nothing wrong with n- that. With, there is absolutely nothing wrong with getting a market return. But if you think you're going to be putting your money in and 10 timesing your money over a month or two, then that's just not going to happen because these are set up to give you diversified exposure to many different markets and assets around the world so that's just something to be aware of and also if if you think you're like uh you know bryce lesky the retail whisperer or like uh you know some 
day day trader extraordinaire. These things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Like no. you, you can have a micro investing account and then also have your, you know, I'm going to beat the market account uh, with another broker or something um, and invest yourself. So everything that we say throughout this podcast, throughout all our other podcasts, everything we've learned is that it's really hard to beat the market, number one, consistently over a long period of time. And number two, earning the market average returns over a long period of time compounds into serious wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, again, these are not like a full online broker platform where you'll be able to choose from the two and a half thousand stocks on the ASX or the three and a half thousand ETFs over in the United States. These apps will give you a very finite amount of options when it comes to what you can invest in. So um, just be aware of that as well. The, the options are limited, not to say that they're bad options or anything like that. They are designed uh, to give you broad exposure, but if you want to be buying Afterpay and Zip and those sorts of individual stocks, micro-investing apps are not the place to do that. Yeah, and, and look, that's one because you know it's it's difficult to to do that with such small amounts of money. But but secondly, the, it's deliberate because investing can often feel overwhelming and confusing, and simplifying the choice makes it more accessible and an easier way to start. So to give an example of that, Comsec Pocket. They have seven investing choices yeah. and they're different themes. So it's like a technology theme, a sustainability theme, a few others which I can't remember. And basically, you, whatever theme you invest in, they go and then invest in a, a bunch of companies through an ETF that track that theme. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right. You can't, you can't buy individual stocks in most cases, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but yeah, it... it in some ways, that's a drawback, but in other ways, it's uh, maybe a good thing to get people started. So before we have a look at what we will be investing in, uh, we'll just hear from our sponsors. Okay, so very briefly, because this is dependent on which platform you're using, but we've spoken a lot about you know, getting broad exposure to a number of different stocks and asset classes through these apps. So we've pulled out um, a portfolio from Ray's uh, to give you an idea of what might actually be under the hood when it comes to putting your money in. And uh, we're not going to go down in terms of the percentages here. We'll just kind of talk through the different types of assets. So as we mentioned, Raise will take a lot of people's uh, money and then invest it into a diversified portfolio. And in this example, that portfolio consists of cash, which is the Australian dollar, uh, large Australian companies, so the likes of BHP, Commonwealth Bank, Telstra, you name it. Uh, then there's also some large Asian companies like Samsung, Hyundai, Tencent, uh, large European companies, and then large US companies, as well as some government bonds. Now, don't freak out if you're unaware of what bonds are or found some of that terminology confusing, but it just gives you a bit of an idea that uh, when you are investing through these apps, you are really getting, in some instances, a pretty broad exposure to a lot of the big companies around the world. What? Which portfolio is that? Uh, that that is cannot remember to be honest. <laughs> but the way that Rays do their portfolios is from uh, a moderate to like very aggressive, and yeah. so they just change the mix of those. So you might have a very uh, like a moderate or conservative that is more weighted towards government bonds or cash, and then it goes up. They have also introduced another one called Sapphire, which has Bitcoin in it as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, is it called Emerald? 
I think it's Sapphire. Sapphire is our Bitcoin portfolio. Oh, okay. There you go. Emerald, I think, is their um, sustainability one. I could be wrong. Right, on that. right, yeah. right. Some market have probably got paid a mozza to, to name those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about your options, I think. Um, because, you know, we, we've sort of talked about the pros and cons. We've talked about what it is. I'm sure there are plenty of people who are like, we get it. We've been micro-investing for a while and others who are now interested. So I'm interested. What are my options? And do you have a Bryce Lesky recommendation? Uh, so uh, there's really only um, three major competitors in Australia, and that is Raise, as we've spoken about, and they offer six diversified portfolios. Um, they also have the Emerald, which you spoke about, Ren, which is their uh, sustainability option, and they have the Sapphire, which is the Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin option. And when I say Bitcoin option, you're only allowed up to 5% exposure, but it still gives you exposure. Spaceship Voyager is another. They have three portfolios that you can uh, drip feed into. But then Cons Comsec Pocket is also in this space as they allow fractional buying and at low dollars. So they have seven investment options, as you said, Ren, but they are all ETF options. They don't offer um, portfolios like Rays and Spaceship do. There's one more. Um, well, there's a couple more. And they, they, this is always controversial. Are they micro-investing apps? Um, so like, for example, Stake, you can invest from as little as, do you know what their minimum is? 10 bucks, I think. Yeah. So that's lower than Comsec Pocket. Um We've, I've actually asked Stake at one point, do they want to be grouped in with these micro-investing apps? And they've said no, so they probably don't like me talking about it now. Um, but it's funny because like what we're finding is there are these apps that market themselves as micro-investing apps, but then brokers are finding ways to lower their minimums as well. So that's just another thing to keep, keep an eye on. Like you, you might actually find a broker where you can invest from you know less than a Comsec pocket. Yeah. Yeah. For our international listeners, Acorns and Robin Hood, obviously the two big hitters in the USA and Wealthsimple and Wealthify are equally as big over in the UK. So um, check them out if you're interested. So we did say we're going to finish with a community question, Ren, but uh, there's an update that Raze has released. I'm honestly not sure when it was, but I've just come across it. So I uh, would like to update the community on that. Traditionally, they only allowed for you to invest in the portfolios that they constructed as we went through pre previously. And you could choose your level of aggressiveness. Do I want a conservative portfolio? Do I want an aggressive? Now though, they are allowing you to build your own portfolio using a selection of ETFs and then assigning the percentage of your money to go into each ETF That's or, cool. or waiting. Uh, how many ETFs? Uh, well, when I had a play, I was ma I managed to get up to five. Okay. Um, so it's a pretty good idea because then what happens is you then create your own portfolio, and then you just and drip feed then into it that. just drip feeds into that. That is cool. That's that's good from uh, race. Yeah, nice yeah. one, race. I mean, I guess you, you could probably do the same with Comsec Pocket. You, of the seven, you could. But what you can't do is, so uh, for Raise, I'll say, I'm going to put $5 in every month and it'll split across all five ETFs. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Comsec yeah. Pocket, you'll say, I'll put five in every month, but it'll only go to one ETF. Yeah. yeah. So that is truly dollar cost averaging. Truly like dollar cost what averaging. Raise, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Good on your Raise. Maybe that's why your <laughs> stock popped 80% uh, earlier this year. Good on your Raise. <laughs> now, we will be closing out with a, a question that has come in on our 
speak pipe if you do want to hit us up with a question you can do so on equitymates.com slash contact and leave us a voice message and here is one from christian hey guys got a quick question for you um, my name's christian just been listening to the get started investing podcast which has been super helpful by the way um, my question is in relation to you know making trades every time you get a new paycheck um, is it a good idea to you know just continually place a new trade every time you get that paycheck to put it into you know your investment account or um, would it be better to over three months or four months then place a trade at each of those kind of intervals rather than on a monthly basis because you'd be copying more brokerage that way so yeah any clarification on that would be really helpful thanks so this is a great question i like this one thanks for sending it in christian um what what's your what are your thoughts well, I mean, we've just spoken about micro-investing and if you do want to be investing every time a paycheck comes in, then this is a great way to be doing it. For me, though, more broadly, I am always putting money aside to invest every paycheck. I think for me, you need to be careful about the amount that you're investing versus your brokerage. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're uh, putting away $100 every week or every time you're paid, but you're paying 20 bucks in brokerage, you're, you're losing out. Yeah. Um, so that's probably my main comment to that. So we talk about a rule of thumb and it is literally just a rule of thumb, but um, we like to keep our brokerage cost at 1% of our trade. Speaking personally, what I do is I get paid fortnightly now, which is great. I used to get paid monthly, hated it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have a like a separate account set up with ComBank who I use where I just transfer what I don't think I'm going to need to spend into. And when that gets to a certain amount, um, I transfer it into my brokerage account. Or um, if I'm confident I won't need to spend it for the month, um, I transfer it straight into my brokerage account. So then it's there and I can't touch it. But that doesn't mean I'm then going in and buying stuff as soon as the money hits the account. You know, I've got to have enough in there where it's... um, where it's, it's, you know, I'm not paying a stupid amount in fees. Yeah. So that, that's my process. Different strokes for different folks. But I think, you know, Christian is asking the right question. Like you don't want to be exposed to unnecessary costs. Yeah. But also, can I encourage everyone, things are moving fast in this space at the moment when it comes to brokers. There is a lot of new entrants coming to the market. Just because you're with one broker and you have been for a number of years, don't think that you can't move brokers. There are plenty of options yeah, now that, that allow you to invest in the market in, at incredibly low cost. And this is not sponsored, but for example, Superhero yeah. charge $0 on ETF. So you could literally buy every time you get paid. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeez, no wonder you host an investing podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, actually, yeah. If you wanted to just purely dollar cost average into ETFs, that's exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. Again, not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> but if you're paying 8 or $9 with Comsec or, or whatever it may be, please have a look at the other options that are out there because it's only getting cheaper and cheaper. So, yeah, that, that would be my word. We should, we should say uh, not sponsored, but previously sponsored. Yes, not <laughs> previously sponsored. But yeah, yeah. And look, they're, they're not the only ones um, who are going to be... There's a race to the bottom in brokerage. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. Keep an eye out because... Find ways to reduce your fees and then this question 
is no longer relevant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was a good but question. thank you for the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have had a number of other questions come in, which we'll address over the coming weeks. So please do keep sending them in. But Ren, that brings us to the end of an episode for Get Started Investing. Yep. Uh, if you would like more information, head to our website, equitymates.com. As I said, we do have the email as well that goes out each week and it is usually based on the podcast episode that we have discussed. So next week, well, today, an e- email would have gone out on Mate, micro-investing. We've got a fire hose of content, four podcasts, uh, three emails, a TV show. Uh, you'll be sick of us if you consume it all. Um, you're right. Well, head over to <laughs> equitymates.com to find out information on all of our fire hose of information. <laughs> but otherwise, Ren, always good to chat and we'll uh, speak next week. Sounds good. This podcast proudly brought to you by Equitymates Media. Always remember, all information contained in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, financial, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to our disclaimer page where you can find resources to search for a registered financial professional near you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.